Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer in New York. I'm back behind the bright red desk after two weeks off in Italy, where I had a fabulous time with wonderful, wonderful people um, and just enjoyed the heck out of hanging out in Italy. Um, as you know, I missed one week because it was a vacation week. And then the last week I broadcast from my bathroom in the olive processing section. It's this beautiful farm on the top of a hill in Tuscany. So the room that my sister and I shared was where the olives were processed. So we had little olive spirits. And the best reception was in the John. So people said the the audio was good. So that's good because a lot of times when I broadcast from my cell phone, the audio is not great. But here we are back at the bright red desk, going back to work tomorrow. After a couple weeks off, I'm having re-entry, <laughs> but it is a nice moon in Sag, so I did take the weekend off uh, and did, you know, catch up on emails and kind of do the laundry and all that domestic activity stuff that you do when you come home from a vacation. So tomorrow, back to the salt mind of astrology. So, but today we're doing the weekly weather, and this is the weekly weather for the week of May 19th, 2019. Uh, and I noticed that I used 18 last year, last week, but you guys got it, so that's good. Um, and what's ahead? Big week ahead, uh, especially Tuesday and Wednesday, um, for two reasons. One, the sun shifts out of Taurus into Gemini, and Mercury shifts out of Taurus into Gemini. So those are both huge shifts going from air or into air from Earth. Mercury, of course, loves being in Gemini. He's okay. He's comfortable enough in Taurus, but Earth signs are always a little harder to talk. You know, it's a little, little more grunting. Mm-hmm. They make noise. Whereas Gemini is chatty, chatty, right? So Mercury's going to chat, and he is really flying this week. He's going from 24 Taurus all the way to like 16 or 17 Gemini. So he is going at a lickety cut pace, uh, very fast. He's going to 15 Gemini which is almost two degrees a day, right, because he's actually more than two degrees a day. So he is really whipping. Um, And the sun goes into Gemini this week for 30 days of Gemini, and that happens on Tuesday. And Mercury combusts the sun, so everybody's going to be pretty opinionated this week with Mercury joined the sun. But it also is a week when the sun goes into Gemini, we're really into the expression of, of spring. And here in New York, it was like almost 80 today, which, of course, is a little summer. So the month of May in the northern hemisphere, not the southern, uh, is because uh, you guys are having your fall there, um, is, is turning, it kind of bounces between springtime and summer. So it's springy weather, and then it gets a little warmer, and it's summer weather. So with, with the sun in Gemini, it's the back and forth. It's also a duality. And so when, when the sun and Mercury are both in Gemini, we find we're exploring our options, we're connecting, we're communicating, we're interested in talking and, and chatting with people. And, of course, the plants have finished the fertilization process of Taurus, and now they're ready for some new ideas. It's a great time to plant things. It's when you go to the garden store and you go, okay, how many tomatoes, how many zucchini? Oh, my God, last year we had so many zucchini, not so many zucchini this year. But why don't we try some more eggplant? That was really good. So it's about the choices we make this next month for the next 30 days. And then the other thing that happened is last week we had a lot of combustibility. We had Venus hit uh, Pluto and Saturn, squaring them, opening square. Uh, so a lot of people make choices around relationships. 
Um, it also was a week where we had a lot of women uh, leaving. We lost Peggy Lipton. Um, I was a huge fan of hers as a kid growing up. Uh, she was on the Mod Squad, one black, one white, one blonde, and I just thought she was the coolest person in the whole world. Um, and so she left us um, and left behind her daughters and many people who loved her. And then, uh, of course, Doris Day died, and I love Doris Day and her movies with Rock Hudson, Pillow Talk, and K Sera Sera. So we lost two iconic women that helped shape our vision of what women were to be and how they were to be and what was important for them in terms of their uh, lives and what, what they dedicated their lives to. So they each had very specific paths in their journeys and have left our mortal coil and gone off into the heavens. But last week a lot of people were doing emotional processing around things because Venus in Aries, of course, is a little bit of a, a sharper energy. But because the sun was in Taurus, which is her, uh, they were in mutual reception. So what mutual reception is, is the sun can swap places with Venus. Sun loves to be exalted in Aries. And, of course, Peggy Lipton played a cop, you know, like a, a hippie cop. It was very cool. Bell bottoms. I mean, she just, uh, I just adored her. Um, and... She was a role model for many young women my age growing up. And, of course, Doris Day, because uh, she was a career woman, too, in those movies. Um, it was just, you know, the role of women and what they did, and, and women that blazed a trail, right? Uh, so Venus and Aries uh, swapping, women that, that said something or spoke for something or led led the world. So we look at those two who left us, and, of course, um, we're looking at the feminine being redefined. We had those horrible abortion laws passed in uh, Texas and Alabama, and we had Leslie Jones this week on Saturday Night Live <laughs> going, turning into the dragon lady, saying, this is mine, don't touch it. Very funny sketch if you haven't seen it. Um, but also, uh, you know, the regulation of women, uh, Venus squaring Saturn and Pluto. So this week, the moon comes along, and he is going to occult Saturn and Pluto, which makes Wednesday a very, very emotional day, okay? Uh, and shout out to Donald, who said he liked the days. So this week when we're looking, we're going to find Tuesday and Wednesday are the particularly intense days, and then the back half of the week is nice. But just kind of watch for Tuesday and Wednesday to be intense, and then the weekend is Memorial Day weekend. And, um, of course, it's a Pisces moon, and it always rains on Memorial Day weekend because it's for the soldiers who died. But the, the weekend has lovely aspects. So the beginning of the week a little tough, and we'll go through it in more detail. The other thing that's happening this week is Mars is out of bounds in Cancer. He's been out of bounds in Gemini for a while, but he's still out of bounds in Cancer. And so what happens when Mars is out of bounds is our emotional behaviors, because now he's in Cancer answering to the phase of the moon, our emotional behaviors become much more intense. So as the moon hits Capricorn and uh, hits Pluto in Capricorn, hits Saturn and Pluto on Wednesday, just know that's going to be your intense emotional processing day. And it's going to be right after the Mercury-Sun combust happens on in Gemini on Tuesday. So whatever the news is that gets revealed this week is going to be pretty good. But it's also going to bring stuff up from below the surface, and it's going to be very emotionally charged. When we have Saturn and Pluto occulting the moon, what that means is they're at the same degree of declination in the sky. 
the degree the same degree below the equator they're both all they're all down there at the bottom um, and they're all vibrating when they're, when they're all the same degree of of latitude above or below the equator on earth that intensifies the energy because it, it amplifies it it kicks it up so the moon in her detriment which is capricorn aspecting saturn and pluto uh big they're all in the nodes of fate big it's a big week emotionally wednesday okay and just know it uh don't react if you can take it in and last week if you had emotional reactions i know i had some emotional reactions i mean the retreat in in italy was absolutely lovely but as the venus saturn came venus came to square the saturn pluto uh, that week we had some emotional reactions uh, to things. So, you know, just watch for the emotions, watch for how they feel, kind of say with them, oh, wow, that's interesting, oh, wow, that's interesting, and just sit with it quietly. Don't necessarily react. Just kind of say, okay, let me take this in and let me figure out how to process. And I know I did that. I was like, let me take this in and let me let me let it settle a little. Let me see how it feels. Now, because Mars is in Cancer, out of bounds, meaning he doesn't always follow the rules, you're going to be encouraged or prompted by Mars to take an emotional reaction to things. And I would really encourage you not to. I would encourage you to sit and say, okay, I know I'm being poked emotionally, but now what is it I really want to do? And just kind of get clarity before you take action. Not so much the weekend, but the Tuesday, Wednesday. That's the big week. Those are the big days this week. And if you feel that stuff went down last week or the week before, as we've had all this turbulent energy in the heavens, and we have, we've had some, you know, we had the 26 white guys who aren't having babies anytime soon, pass a law that say, you know, we're going to throw you in jail if you have an abortion. I think we should throw the guys in jail because they helped make the baby. I mean, I, why the women? Why are we punishing the women? But for each of us, for each of us, you're going to have something come and poke at you. It's just the way the skies are set up right now. So don't feel bad about it. Don't take it personally. But when you get poked, kind of go, okay, let me understand what I want to do about this and more importantly, how I want to handle it, right? Because that's the key. You know, what is our, what are we really trying to do here, right? And that's the other part. You know, these energies are not standalone. They're part of a bigger cycle that we're working on. One of the things I taught when we were in, in Italy was that, you know, Jupiter's in the last quadrant. He's in uh, Sag, which means 9, 10, 11, 12. It's the harvest time, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Saturn and Pluto are both in Capricorn, which is winter, January time frame. And then um, Neptune is in Pisces, which is the doldrums of winter, you know, that part when we're trying to come up with a new dream. So four of the five outer planets are in the winter season. So even though we're beginning something or we're starting something, we're working with planets that are in kind of ending energies. They're in the winter of stuff. They're in the what, is, what has happened so far, and now what do you want to do with it going forward? So that's part of the, the energy of the collective, not maybe necessarily in your own chart, but that the collective has this energy of 
Capricorn structure, what are the structures we've created? Do we still want them? Are they still important to us? And if they're not, how do we change them? Now, we're going to have a lot of opportunities this year to change them with the eclipses coming and activating things next in, uh, in July. But this month, this week, the moon is going to come to Saturn and Pluto, and, and she's going to say to them, thank you so much for what you brought to me, but I'm kind of... I'm kind of not sure I want this. And your job is to say, I'm kind of not sure I want this. What do I want instead? Right? And, whoops, the cat's jumping around here. One of the things when we're working with energy is to remember it's not right or wrong. It's just energy. And our job is to harness it and to figure out how we want to use it and what we want to do with it. And then in that transformation, we're able to take it and work with it, right? So you're able to kind of shift it. And this week has some pretty intense energy, especially Tuesday, Wednesday. And then the weekend, very fun. Okay, so just you got to get through Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you're good to go. All right, that makes sense? Okay, so let's talk about the energy in the heavens. Um, so uh, the moons, let's do the moons. Today, right now, the moon's in Sag. And it's, uh, it's in Sag through 105 tomorrow afternoon when it goes void with a conjunction to Jupiter. So Moon in Sag is very much about expanding and getting out into the world. And when it joins up with Jupiter at 105 p.m. East Coast time, adjust for your time zone, we have a new initiating energy. The Moon is then void all afternoon Monday and Monday night. And then it goes into Capricorn at 3.56 in the morning on Tuesday. It's in Capricorn Tuesday, Wednesday, and it goes void at 11.57 on Wednesday, 11.57 p.m., right before midnight, uh, with a conjunction to Pluto, and then it's void the whole morning of Thursday morning. And then it goes into Aquarius at 1.49 p.m. So Tuesday uh, and Wednesday have a Capricorn moon, and they have all those transitional planets, uh, sun changing, Mercury changing, and then they have the occultation of Saturn and Pluto, and they also have a couple other aspects, Mars with Uranus, uh, Mars and Cancer sextiling Uranus and Taurus. So this is the opening sextile of Mars to Uranus from a couple weeks ago when he joined in Taurus. So now we're Mars starts a new two-year journey when he met up with with Uranus and Taurus, and he said, okay, so now we're doing this, we're, we're setting this up, and we're starting this new chapter. So our job with this energy is, is moving things out and getting things done, but because of the moon occultation, meaning at the same level, it's going to really amplify the ending energy of Saturn and Pluto. Then uh, Wednesday, I'm sorry, Thursday morning, the moon is void all morning, and at 1.49 p.m. it goes into Aquarius. Aquarius moon is great uh, Thursday afternoon, all day Friday, and then it goes void at 8.51 on Saturday morning. Then it's in Aquarius, goes void with the sextile to Jupiter and Sag, air and fire, very nice. So Saturday it's void, but it's void with a lovely closing aspect. And then on Sunday, so that means Thursday afternoon, Friday, and Saturday, excellent days for getting stuff out the door, moving forward, getting things accomplished and finished. And then moon goes into Pisces at 2.08 a.m. on Sunday morning, the 26th. And it's in Pisces Sunday and Monday, and it goes void at 12.21 a.m. 
on Tuesday the 28th with a sextile to Pluto. So the Pisces moon is Sunday and Monday, and of course it is Memorial Day. It always rains on Memorial Day. It often rains when there's a Pisces moon. And um, so, but that's very sentimental. And next Monday is pretty emotional too, but it's positive emotions. And of course it is the launch of summer up here in the uh, Northern Hemisphere. So we kick off summer and we say, yay, summer's beginning. Uh, with Memorial Day arriving. So so the week is good. Uh, you know, Monday's great. Tuesday, Wednesday, a little more dicey. Uh, Thursday, Friday, fun. And then forward, right? And the weekend is good. So we like the energy of the week ahead. We're really appreciating it, and we're saying, yeah, that could be really fun. Um, in terms of the days, as I mentioned before, Tuesday and Wednesday, the 21st and the 22nd, are pretty volatile and not necessarily pleasant. And Monday the 27th is very pleasant and very emotional and forward-moving. Uh, and it's kind of quiet the rest of them, right? So so that's always helpful. Um, Mercury, or I'm sorry, the sun this week. Now remember, if you know the degree of your sun or you know the degree of your planets, as the planets enter a new sign, the sun is going to initiate a new 30-day cycle. And he's going to set off everything in your chart from zero to six and a half. All right, so he goes from 2829 Taurus now, and he goes into Gemini on the 21st at 3:59 in the morning, and then he goes from zero Gemini to six Gemini by the 27th. Okay, so any planets you have between zero and six are going to get activated. The Sun in Gemini is also going to meet up with Mercury. Mercury also goes into Gemini this week. And the two of them kind of march off. Mercury goes into Gemini on May 21st at 6.51. The sun goes in on May 21st at 3.59. And Mercury and the sun meet up on May 21st at 9.06 a.m. That's called combust. So what that means is everybody thinks they're right. Now, it's in Gemini, so they might talk to you about why you think your thing is right. But they're not going to agree with you. They're going to think theirs is right. The sun also has an aspect with the nodes of fate on the 24th about making decisions about what direction it wants to head in. Now, these are stressful aspects on the 24th, so that's on Thursday. The sun in Gemini is going to go, you know, I think maybe I want to look at stuff from a different perspective or understand it in a different way. So that sun in Gemini has very strong energy when it aspects the nodes of fate, but it's a slightly stressful aspect. Then the sun has a, a semi-sextile to Uranus on the 25th. That is on... Um, Saturday morning, uh, I'm sorry, Saturday afternoon. So the semi-sextile is kind of a, well, I think I want to do this, but I'm not 100% sure how. Uh, so it's not a bad aspect, but it, it's often a try, try again. Whenever the sun's in Gemini, if at first you don't succeed, do it again, because there's always you always have to do everything twice. Uh, in this ret retreat I was on, uh, you know, I did two weeks in Italy, and Mars was out of bounds in Gemini. So it was like, okay, we're going to go on the big red bus tour. Well, we ended up on the big green bus tour. Okay, we're going to do this. And then we ended up doing that. It was always like we'd set off to do something, and that was the plan, and then we'd get there, and then it would change. And so with Mars and Cancer, as of last week, now what happens is every two and a half days the moon changes, and Mars' behavior changes. So the first part of the week when he is uh, – now, when he is rolling in Sag, he's a little over the top because he's in Sag. So I know I went for a hike. I went to an astrology class yesterday. Uh, today I got up bright and early and did a bunch of stuff. 
um, did a lot of emails, did a lot of mail. And I know it's sage, 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 go, go, go. So that's nice. Um, and that's a very positive, forward-moving energy. Um, so watch the moon changes because for the next, two, you know, while Mars is in Cancer, which is basically two months, um, you're going to find that every time the moon changes, you're in a different mood to do stuff. So Mars is in Cancer through uh, the beginning of July, the first day of July. He goes into Leo. So every two and a half days when the moon shifts, your Mars is going to shift. So right now it's in Sag. Then it goes into Capricorn, which is a serious Mars. Of course, Mars likes being in Capricorn. So even though he's in Cancer and he's emotional, he's in Capricorn and he's taking action. Uh, so the sun, you know, we, we want to watch for those changes. And then two and a half days later, he goes into Aquarius where he's a little detached. And then on S- Sunday and Monday, he's in Pisces. So he's extra emotional and sentimental and, and maybe a little teary. Um, the sun also has a sesquiquadrate to Saturn and a sextile to Chiron, uh, which gives him an opportunity to do uh, some work around how he's going to proceed structurally and how he's going to heal. There's a lot of energy there. And then also on the 27th, we have a health aspect with the sun in what's called a quindicile with Jupiter. So do be aware of any kind of excess and it can be from two things, not just one. So, you know, doctor, go to the doctor on uh, the 27th if if you have to. And, you know, it's, it is Memorial Day, so sometimes there's extra reasons to go to the doctor on the 27th. Mercury this week, as I mentioned, is really flying. He starts in 25 uh, Gemini, or I'm sorry, Taurus, and he gets all the way through 14 Gemini. So Mercury is full of news, and he is in Gemini, one of his favorite signs, and he's traveling super fast. He basically goes through half the sign this 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 week, right, which is a lot. So he gets all the way up to 14 Gemini, which means he's stimulating all this stuff. So he goes into Gemini on the 21st. So in six days, he goes 15 degrees from 0 to 15 in your chart. So he's going to activate all this stuff in the sky, He's activating the nodes of fate on the 22nd, and he's asking you to make a choice, the same kind of, you know, elucidating the choice that the sun wants to make on the 24th. So Mercury gets the question posed on the 22nd. He's in a contraparallel with Saturn on the 23rd. So he's saying, I don't think I want to do this. I think I want to not do this. He has hard aspects to... um, the Uranus and the Mars. He forms the finger of God with them on the 23rd, which makes it be a fated day, F-A-T-E-D, fated choices on the 23rd. That's on Wednesday. And Mercury in an inconjunct to Uranus and uh, the Mars, I'm sorry, in a semi-sextile to them, uh, forms uh, an opportunity for us to look at things in a new way and work with them in a new way. Uh, and figure it out. So it's not an inconjunct, it's a semi-sextile. Take that back. It still feels a little like a finger of God, but it's kind of more internally compressed. Uh, Mercury is also contraparallel Pluto. Now remember, the moon is going to be hanging out with them, and now Mercury is fighting with them. So the moon's going to meet them. And again, Capricorn moon can be a little depressive, and Mercury in Gemini goes, well, you can go high or you can go low. I don't know you want to necessarily go that way. So you want to listen to the opposing argument when Mercury and Saturn are talking to each other and Mercury and Pluto are talking to each other 
and they're doing it right after that moon in Capricorn hits Saturn and Pluto. So the decisions that you're going to be emotionally asked to make on Wednesday, I want you to reconsider them on Thursday and really look at them and say, okay, so what am I making, what am I doing here? Mercury also has an aspect with the nodes of fate on the 24th, meaning he's making fated choices. And they can be fated choices about how to proceed because he's also working with Jupiter in uh, in a health aspect. Again, we see health aspects this week. Uh, the beginning of it on the 24th, the actual one on the 27th. So we want to watch for health stuff, particularly around liver. Uh, Sagittarius rules hips and thighs. It rules um, red things in our body. It rules horses. It rules large animals. Um, look for some story about large animals in the news on the 24th. Uh, Mercury also is in, in the sesquiquadrate to uh, Saturn and Pluto. So the two of them, first the moon is joining with them and arguing with them, and then Mercury's kind of saying to Saturn and Pluto, so why were you so hard on her? Why were you so mean? Or, you know, the moon loses it with Saturn and Pluto, and then Mercury goes, don't you see it's a pattern, you know? Don't you see it's a pattern? So we want to kind of watch that energy, watch what comes out of the moon's encounter on Tuesday and Wednesday with Saturn and Pluto, what we decide about it on Thursday and Friday. Um, because we are going to make decisions. Mercury is also contraparallel Jupiter. So there's a lot of energy here where we're getting asked to look at things from a different perspective. And Mercury flying high in Gemini always says there is a choice, there is an option. And if you find someone going, I have no choice, I have no option, you want to say to them, you always have choice, you always have options. This is the week to really encourage people to think about their choices and options and to talk to them if they're depressed or they're sad to say, hey, you know, come up with another plan. That one maybe isn't working the way you want it to, but that doesn't mean you can't get what you want, but maybe you need to change your plan. Right. The back end of the week when Mercury gets on the over the Memorial Day weekend, he's a little more restless. So this is kind of a good weekend to roam around, to visit with friends, to talk, to have kind of different play activities. And then on Monday, Memorial Day, the 27th, Mercury aspects both the South Node and Saturn in a creative way and invites us to kind of look at new options and new ways to proceed. Venus this week is moving a little slower uh, than Mercury. She goes from 4 Taurus to 15 Taurus. Um, so she's moving at a pretty good clip, not quite as fast as Mercury, but 4 to 15 is 11 degrees in 7 days. That's pretty speedy. Um, she has a quintile, uh, quintile sorry, with the North Node on the 20th, so you want to watch who you meet on the 20th or communications that are important. She also has a sesquiquadrate with Jupiter, which kind of moves us into a different space uh, where Venus can want something that Jupiter has told her she's going to get, and she hasn't gotten it yet, and so maybe she's a little cranky because it's a square and a semi-square, but she then has a really unique energy that really moves things forward on the 21st, which is kind of a companion energy to what we had this Saturday when Venus and Uranus joined. She's parallel with Uranus on the 21st, which gives her kind of a new focus in things and a new way of thinking about things. 
and then the son is in a health a health or an emotional relationship to the mother on the 22nd again as i mentioned with moon so afflicted and so difficult the 22nd is kind of a hard emotional day for all of us um and then we do uh venus is an in conjunct to athena uh, on the 23rd, which asks us to make some kind of adjustment to our strategic thinking. Remember, in addition to Mars out of bounds, Pallas Athena is out of bounds. Uh, and so she's really working with a different strategic vision than maybe you've had before. So it is an excellent week for you to reconsider your strategies, to think about them in a new way, spark them up with other ways to use it. Mars this week, out of bounds in Cancer. Most significant aspect is his uh, sextile to Uranus on the 22nd, and then he has a health aspect to Saturn on the 23rd and the 25th. So again, we're seeing five or six health aspects this week. So this is a big week, of course, with Moon occulting Saturn and Pluto. This can be big health stuff coming to light, too. So kind of dig around, give yourself permission. Mars also is square to Chiron on the 23rd, inviting him to process in a new way. And Neptune has an aspect to the nodes of fate, inviting you to follow your dreams or work on your dreams. And Uranus has a quintile to Juno, inviting you to look at new partnerships on the 23rd. Pluto this week wants to renovate your home or change it. And because he's in fire, he's aspecting in fire, watch for fires on the 23rd. Again, like I said, the 23rd is kind of a rocking day, 22nd, 23rd. A lot of energy. And Vesta is on Eris on the 26th. So a lot of pushing energy. Uh, next week and the week of the 31st and the 1st, 2nd, I'm going to be in Lilydale. And then the following week, I'm going to be in Toronto. Uh, we're doing on the week of the 6th and the 7th of June, we're doing a Mapping Your Life workshop, uh, which I invite you to join. Look at the Toronto uh, website and also look at mine. You'll be working with your chart, Mapping Your Life. It's a really cool workshop. Everybody will get a recording and a copy of the slides so they can continue to map their life for the rest of their life. And then Lilydale, I mean, who doesn't love Lilydale? So I'm going to be up at Lilydale with Dr. Reverend Patricia Bell, and we're going to be working up there on Sunday. Uh, the 2nd of June. So big hugs to all of you. Hope you have a great week and forward into the fray. Remember, duck a little on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. But after that, it's smooth sailing. Take care. Anna Ortley signing off from the Bright Red Desk. Bye-bye. <laughs>